The boys are back. It is six pack Lapidat, Arian Messi, Kamesi, Billy Mack, and uh, we got the legend. We've been talking to you, talking about you a lot on podcasts. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Matt Gary. Um, thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. We uh, we got a little bit of an announcement that we made on. Uh, well, it wasn't a little one. Um, <laughs> everyone's all a buzz on Sheffield was announced, and uh, everyone knows what that means. Some people actually were, you know, because the cycle and powerlifting is so quick. Some people even though it's 2020 weren't around for Sheffield or if they were, they were super new to the sport and didn't actually get to wrap their head around how big Sheffield was. So I have a couple of points to talk um, and then we could discuss a little bit about what Sheffield was and, uh, and what it, it's going to be now. And it's back, baby. So obviously, as we get closer to Sheffield, we're roughly a year out. Um, it's going to be, you know, more and more information released. There'll be a bit of a slow boil as per usual. But a couple key points off the top. So Sheffield originally was essentially taking world champions and putting them in a massive money meet uh, to be held in Sheffield in the UK. And um, it was a massive prize, 250 uh, pounds, which is roughly 330K US. So it, it won tournament, right? So this is massive money. Everybody got excited. Um, this is 2020 and it was all the world champions and a couple of regional champions were going to be added into the mix. Um, and last time, we had 15 women's classes. This time we have 16 women's classes. So we might see an increase in the, in the money being offered. We're going to have to wait and see, but the way it was split out was because of the weight classes. And um, so that's a point to take a look at. Last time, automatic qualifiers needed at least 700 IPF points. This time, it's going to be 95% of the open world record total. That's some tight criteria. You know, they're, they're, this, is, this is going to be all killers. You got to be within stabbing distance of the world record total. There's not going to be any specialists here. Now, obviously, if we're talking world champions, you're going to be good. But if you're going to be a regional champion, you know, if you're hoping to get there, you can't just win your regionals unless you are world class. There's still regional qualifying. Um, so people from regions will have a good shot, even if they don't win worlds. For instance, Evie and Tim Maragatti from New Zealand, um, they're going to be at the world championships. Tim is going to go head to head with Delaney Wallace, who is absolutely maybe what's that? Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Who's a phenomenal, who's a phenomenal lifter And Delaney. I haven't pegged for big things. Uh, put a pin in that. We'll talk about that in the PA Nats preview show. But let's say, you know, Tim could win. But let's say Tim doesn't win. He has a shot uh, because of regional qualification. And uh, and conceivably, he's going to be within earshot of that uh, world record total because he's a phenomenal lifter himself. But there, he's, it's not given to him. You know, he's he's got work to do if he's going to get within 95% of a world record total. And um Etc. So, and not just himself. I'm just using him as an example, obviously. And then last time, some of the scoring was based off of IPF points and some of it on total. And perhaps 
with the change to qualifying criteria suggesting the scoring and prize money might be handled differently as well because the, the criteria has changed to get there. Uh, we don't know officially, but it makes you wonder. It looks like we have some shakeup here. So um, with that, fellas, for anyone who didn't know about Sheffield, Matt, we were talking a bit offline, and you actually got rumblings. My man, you got it before I did. I'm going to be honest with you, okay? I was going to be there working Sheffield, and you got it way in advance. Uh, but tell us about that. Yeah, just remember in Calgary um, at 2018 Classic Worlds, um, you know, I've always had a good relationship with, with Ben Banks and so forth. And I just was at the SPD booth and um, this was between sessions and I was just saying hello. And he kind of pulled me aside and he said, hey, I, I just want to show you something, but you've got to keep a lid on this. And of course, now I'm free to talk about it because this is water under the bridge. But um, he pulled out the, uh, the brochure that he had made up. And this was, this was basically what he was going to present to, at the time, IPF Brass. And he said, I've been dreaming big and I want to have this invitation only meet where we feature literally the best of the best um, competing, competing raw. And, and he showed me this brochure and it said Sheffield on the front of it. And I started thumbing through it and it looked like, it looked like a, like a, like a catalog that you'd shop that you'd look at if you were shopping for like a Rolls Royce. I mean, <laughs> and it, it was like, Top notch, man. You, you could tell that they'd spent a tremendous amount of time putting this together. This wasn't something that was thrown together, you know, at the drop of, the, of a hat or last minute. They put a lot of time and effort into it. And he just uh, he told me that, you know, they were going to be holding it at this as location that it looked to me at first blush like some sort of co concert or symphony hall. It was a pretty extraordinary venue, like you've said in previous podcasts, I think with with balconies and an elevated stage and so on and so forth. So just a, a, a tremendous amount of opportunity for the viewers and the spectators to, to get really some some neat angles and some neat views, but also be in a in a real upscale up upscale format, if you will. You know, what I mean, just not your typical um, uh venue in terms of, you know, being in a ballroom at a, of a hotel or something. I mean, this was really just going to be upscale, top notch. They were, they, they were, you know, they weren't sparing any expense. And Ben was extremely excited about it. And I looked at the brochure and was just overwhelmed. And I congratulated him on, on him putting this together. And I said, look, man, fingers crossed. I mean, this sounds great. You know, you're, you're pro athlete, you're trying to drive the sport forward. And clearly you want to get the biggest names, the biggest lifters, the best lifters, along with their coaches and their crews and their teams in, in one roof, you know, in one or two days and, and, and have uh, this, you know, title of, uh, I guess, strongest person by formula, if you will, kind of hashed out. And so, you know, clearly fast forward to, to 2020, um, you know, he, or he pitched it to the IPF. And, um, and, they, and they bought it and it was going to happen. And as we all know, the world got turned upside down. And so here we are. So it, it seems like, you know, from all accounts that it's back on. And I think, I think we're all excited, you know, just, just of, of, of what, you know, what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like. And, and, you know, it's the expression that it's never as good as the first time. So it's, it's, if this is going to, if it's officially going to happen, you know, it's going to be a sight to see. Dude, it's, <laughs> I remember, I remember looking at some of the pictures, like you said, the venue, it was literally the balcony looked like a, like 
freaking balcony like you, you're at the you're at the oscars okay yeah. not not to get into that but um <laughs> and as i raise my hand and uh but legit it looked like a balcony at the oscars the raised the raised stage legit look like a like a it it looks amazing and um I, like like nothing we had seen previously and the way they had the vision they had in terms of like we're gonna fly people in with vip packaging we're gonna have a press conference with the athletes like they do um in in major sport where vip can ask questions we're gonna have you know the the amount of you know they, they wanted like when you watch it was gonna be like ESPN or, you know, if you're in Europe, you know, whatever the, the sports channel they got over there, like the high end pre-show with analysis, breakdown, stories and segments. So you see the athletes on a personal note, who they're about to face off with, like the matchups, like it was a UFC or boxing match. We're like, oh my God, this is a, a tantalizing matchup. And then the background of both of them, she's like, oh my God, I want both to win. I can't, I can't. I just don't even. And then the analysis comes on with the table. And I was going to be one of them. We we're going to have a couple of people there. We're going to start debating, crunching numbers. Like, well, you know, historically speaking, this person misses third. But if they get their last dead, then we start crunching it down to ever so hype it some more. And it, it was it was supposed to be that. And it was all lined up to the point where my ticket was already booked. And, and I was a go, and I remember Matt talking to you on the phone, and you were like, "Man, this is but like we had never obviously 2020 hindsight with the pandemic, but we're dog. We've been around the block, never seen anything like this before in my life. So we're like, come on, man, people are talking a major shutdown, but this isn't going to happen like that. The whole world shut down. Come on, it sounded crazy. And like Matt, I'll see you in shit. <laughs> and we were both like, I hung up the phone. This is like three days away from flying out. And I'm like, I'll see you there. Like, yeah, I think you're, yeah, we'll see each other there. But, you know, so we hung up the phone, like, all right. And then probably the next phone call I had about it was with Pete Spence. And he's like, this is the call, buddy. I'm like, nah. Yep. And um, Arian, Bill, what were your thoughts? You had to remember this and how exciting you guys, national team coaches at the time. And, um, you know, obviously Uber into powerlifting and whatnot. And you guys were there in Sweden, 2019 worlds when the announcement was made at the banquet. And that was the official announcement public, um, at that banquet when they said this is going to happen. And then a short time later, more information started shuffling out. Aaron, yeah. you want to, I mean, everyone was excited about it. Yeah. So yeah, everyone was excited about it. I mean, it was the, the pinnacle of the, you know, the all-star game of the, you know, of the IPF kind of thing, which was going to be, and, you know, representatives from all over the world, you know, is exactly what worlds is, but just on a much smaller condensed and the production value would have been so much more. Um, I did talk to Pete and they confirmed the, uh, the same venue for uh, 2023. So it'll be in the same type of place. Um, the other thing I want to mention on that too, is that um, they just did a big strongman event a couple months ago in England at the Royal, Royal Albert Hall which is basically a similar kind of venue where it's just this massive, you know, cathedral type um, concert venue with the balconies and all that stuff. And so if you watch some of that stuff on YouTube and check it out, you just see how the crowd is reacting and how they're on the stage. And like the whole thing was just like amazingly done. It was really, really good. So if, you know, SPD can pull off the 10th of that, we're in for, you know, a good show. It's, 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 oh God. You know, when they did those hype videos and you saw pictures of it, 
It was all, it was like everybody was like, I can't believe this happened. I remember Joey Flex being on the podcast before, and he was like, Oh man. And then afterwards, and then some time passed, and Joey Flex came back on. And he was like, For anybody who's like, you know, this is gonna be a game changer when this comes. Like, just wait, just wait. The amount of money in one weekend for cash prizes dumped into budgeting. Um, the venue, I I don't know the, how what the bill is going to be for SPD, but God bless for stepping up like this and being like that kind of payout in a matter of like one tournament for all of those lifters um, and flying people in and bringing coaching in and the level of production they have with the venue and and uh, it's insane, you know. And um, I don't know if they're gonna what they're going to be making back if they're like, this is for the love of the game. And I think for a large part, they're going with the attitude. This is the love of the game, you know? So when, when you do that, when it's just love of the game, you're not worried about it. You're going to pull stops. You're like, yo, it's good. You know, we, we've been making money in the industry and now we're going to give back in a major way. And even, and you know, even if it's like, well, this is just the best of the best. No one else is going, no, everyone gets to watch this, man. You can't tell me as a powerlifting fan, be like, I want to see this. You know, I want to see these guys clash at the top and these ladies clash at the top. Arian, what were you thinking, sir? Yeah, I was just going to say, as far as the part where you said like people don't know or may have forgot one it is the the turnaround of like the powerful career if people stick around for two or three years and this was supposed to happen you know two three years ago and then also i guess because it never happened the 2020 was supposed to be the very first one and so when it got canceled it never happened that people kind of forgot about it and so now it's like good that they have a full year to say hey listen it's back on the menu it's going to happen and they can then hype it along the way for the next 364 days um so People were always asking, oh, yeah, what is this and why isn't it um, such a big thing? And you kind of pointed to both aspects. One is the the prize pool is that it's going to be so much money in one weekend. Like before that, this is more of like the untested side where they may give out 50000 in a weekend, 75000 a weekend, maybe 100 200 for some of those bigger ones. But the uh, but the tested side hadn't had anything like that. It was like the Arnold where they give out maybe 30, 40, 50000 was growing each year in a weekend. And then they come out with the the USAPL uh, Pro Series, which is a couple hundred thousand across a year. And then now we'll see this. It was supposed to be, like you said, 300,000 plus US in a, in a weekend. We'll see how much more it's going to be. So it could be the most money you've ever seen, untested or tested and all given out in a single day. And the top, at, the top athletes are going to make what seems like, you know, like what could be like an average US salary or maybe more than average US salary in a single day. So it's going to be ridiculous on that aspect. And then the other side is all the production stuff, like you said, the the, the, the city hall and the way it's going to be set up with VIP seating and uh, pre-fight press conferences and post-fight press conferences. And you can go ask whatever questions you want about athletes, about different battles and how did you think about these calls and this and that. I remember they had the posters of each of the athletes that ended up mailing it to them because they didn't happen. But like having a poster with your your face on there up there and being in the, the documentary videos going up, that's like the whole other aspect of it. It's going to be like a, a whole new standard. As far as expenses too that you mentioned, I wonder like having to pay for the venue, flying referees, athletes, coaches, equipment, they were going to have spotters and loaders in the warm room just for each athlete. You could you can argue expenses will be like a million dollars. Oh, I think, oh, oh, yeah. I, I think I think you can say, and there's no there's no entry fee for the athletes. The money they would make is from the, the spectators. So depending on how many spectators that come on VIP, that's the money they would make back. But no way you're going to make 
a million dollars back in spectator fees. It's going to be dude, very I'm a million small. dollar contract. Okay. But so that's just that, bro. That, that's if you bring in six pack lab at something. Okay. Now you had, you had Gary, you had, you know, yeah. me, Matt, Gary, Bill, whatever. But um, yeah, six dollar yeah. lap of that, but whatever, you know. That's right. That's that's six dollar lap. I was just gonna look through uh, my notes here because on top of this, it is important to keep in mind. So this SPDs, okay. So everything you just said, first off, yeah, all of that money in one weekend is really hard for me to wrap my head around in terms of prize money. Let me just shift. It, it's last time would have been three hundred thirty k US in one weekend, which is like like think about you know. In, in the untested USAPL, which they're doing like big things with money meets over the course of a year, they'll do like that in more than one weekend is really hard to wrap our heads around. That, that's insane. But it's also, remember, it's 24 lifters or whatever it's going to be, right? It's going to be a flight of men, flight of women. It's not based over the whole federation is competing for this prize pool. Right? That's even crazy. So, that's even yeah. crazy. That's legit. You're one of those people. Yeah, you legit could be like, well, I might be like, that could pay off my impart. We're talking someone's like, I don't need to do anything else after this. Uh, on top of that, um, I don't know if people realize this because I, I, we had made a video previously and I'm trying to bring up my old notes, but uh, US or uh, sorry, SPD at the, here it is. Roughly SPD at uh, the IPF World Championships with cash giveouts because they give bonuses five to six K for um, people who win the IPF worlds. It also two K for second one K for third, as well as depending on your situation with SPD national teams, et cetera, they'll help out with expenses, et cetera, from whether kit or what have you. Right. But just with cash payouts, they can get up as high as 170 K at IPF world championships, SPD. That's SBD. That's not whatever there. I know there are other people around the world that get government funding, like in France. Uh, and that, so that's, you know, some of these athletes, like if you're Leah Babylon, if you get government funding, if you get SBD payouts at, at world championships, and you're going to go to more than likely she will go to Sheffield on top of that. We're talking Leah Bavla is could be walking away in 2023 with a, a for really real paycheck, like straight up as a powerlifter with government funding, SPD sponsorships at the World Championship payouts and, and everything, and then on top of that, Sheffield, and that's just like if she has no other sponsors. Which at this level, you start getting more and more sponsors, the more and more you know you start becoming a star. Like she is, you go to Instagram, whatever. Um, so. Yeah, we're talking athletes like what? This is for real pro athletes. This is crazy time. This is very exciting for guys like us who are OGs who, who are like, this will never come. Well, here it is. I was just going to add that. That's an interesting point that you made. I wasn't thinking about it. It's like when we have UFC fighters, we hear the payouts for like them fighting and maybe like a bonus payout for winning or fight of the night. But then we also don't hear like their payouts from like their sponsors and different things like that. So the same thing here. It's like, okay, we may hear going into Sheffield, the payouts for the actual Sheffield prize pool from SPD. But then there's going to be bonuses. Maybe yeah, if they have a supplement sponsor, if they have a clothing sponsor, if they have like whatever other sponsors, if they have government funding, stuff like that. So then you stack all these up. Yeah, someone could be making 50000 75000 Maybe someone crazy make 100000 in a day. Dude, that's Dude, like, like over the course of if you add worlds, you add government funding with some of these places um, and then expenses paid. And, uh, and then any other sponsorship they have plus SPD, the, the big cash at the end. Yeah, that year, 
that year end could be absolutely phenomenal for some of these people. Some of these people could be like, I'm, I'm just straight up power lift. That's amazing, man. Hats off to them. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's a crowd's crazy. They're going to have to reach out to Delaney to figure out about their taxes. <laughs> yeah. Delaney will be there hitting out cards. He's like, look, I'm getting sponsorships and all the rest of it. I'm also making clients right now. Okay. So let me, yeah, right. He's at Sheffield talking to people. Um, yeah, God. Yeah, so Arian mentioned the untested meets. Um, I just remember a funny story from USAPL nationals. So, you know, the, um, so Sheffield was announced in Sweden, 2019. We had our nationals in Lombard, Texas, Lombard, uh, Illinois in October of 2019. And I remember, um, Pete walking around, whatever Pete Spence from SPD and John Hack comes up to him. He's like, Hey, what do I got to do to get in this meet, man? He's like, he's like, tell me what I got to do. He's like, I'll go give me a cup right now. Let's go. Like, he's like, what do you need me to do to get in this meet? <laughs> you know what's hilarious? He was on the podcast, John Hack. Yeah, around that time, and he was like, "Fuck, I left too soon. I left too soon. Uh, I, I got, I got, I jumped ship too soon. I went a chase some money, whatever, and all of a sudden, well, oh, perfect. I leave, and then this comes out perfect. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. He's doing fine, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting. So for anyone listening, um, I know you would. We posted, and, and a bunch of people posted, and uh, there's probably some people with questions, and that's just a tidbit, anyways. There's a lot more, we're a year away, more information will come. If they're hype packages and videos or anything like they were previously, my goodness, you're, you're going to get excited, but more information will come as the year goes by and, um, and we'll, we'll keep you abreast of it all. So, uh, there it is. Um, everybody as always, wherever you're at, please like subscribe, give us high ratings and make sure you listen to our PA Nats preview show. Uh, Matt Gary is also a part of that one. And, um, and anybody wants some parting shots on Sheffield? Do you think we pretty much gave people their little, little bit of appetizer? Good, good enough appetizer for one oh, year okay. out. <laughs> All right. That's good for a year out. All right, everybody until next time.